Welcome back to Swiss Talk, everybody. I'm your host, Daniel Havens. With me this week is Ricky Sheets. Damn, what's happening, people? So for anybody that's wondering, I made it to Alaska safely. We're, this is night one that we're here. Hold on one second. Oh, clean crack. Yeah, clean crack. Uh, yeah, I made it safely with my boy for the first time in two years, thanks to COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's great to have you back. Dude, I'm excited, honestly. Like, I've been waiting to just get the fuck out of home. <laughs> That's fine, dude. I totally understand that. Not even home, but Idaho sometimes. Yeah. But I love that place. No, I, I dude, I, don't get me wrong. I love being, like, home, yeah. but I haven't really, like, had a vacation since COVID happened. Like, if you consider the little vacay that we took for when dad died, yeah, that's the only time that I left the state, really. So, being just away from everything, and I'm just going to fucking enjoy this week, dude. I can already feel it. Dude, I believe it. We're Plus, dude, I just time. met... Curtis for the first time ever. Shout out Curtis. It's fucking seems like a pretty swell guy. Yeah, no, I've there, there's some good people up here. Yeah, for sure, for They're sure. Fine, fine individuals. And uh I don't want you to feel disrespected at all, dude, but I gotta jump on this uh DS and start getting my Pokemon ready for this Pokemon battle with Tommy. No, I absolutely agree. I mean, you have a lot of grinding to do, so just take it from here, dude. As in me. But yeah. uh <laughs> anyway, so um I kinda wanted to bring it in too discussing kind of how we uh, began our friendship because we always talk about how we met and uh i don't think you know what you're ever talking about i honestly it was okay so so first off i'm gonna need you to get a little bit closer to the mic um because i don't think you are on par okay. with my volume is that okay with you yeah i'm right here okay cool so first off this is perfect because that was actually gonna be i wanted you to like kind of like introduce yourself a little bit um and then we can get into like our how we became friends and like just maybe tell some stories about our friendship over the years. First off, just so everybody knows, um, <laughs> if you don't know Ricky, he's top tier debater. Like uh, he's one of the only people on the planet that I don't want to be on the opposite side of his opinion or of the argument because I've never seen this kid lose an argument in his life. <laughs> and it's still to this day, even against Daniel, when we uh, are arguing whether or not how we met was how he remembers it for some reason or no i honestly do the way i consider it is the first day that we broed yeah no yeah that's what i agree too and but, i think you have but a very I still, different yeah no i yeah but i still feel like we were friends before that that's just not true okay all right well do you want okay so how about you talk about yourself a little bit you can you don't really have to say, talk about what you do but like fuck the, i love the color orange <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite color <laughs> <laughs> no, more or less like um like what do you do with your with your free time? Like what interests you? Um Oh, obviously. Yeah. No, I work up on the slope, so I work a uh, a two on two off schedule. That's what helps I, me live my crazy life. Of, when I tell people the slopes back home, they don't I have to explain what the slopes is. Do you want to explain what the slopes is? Yeah, so it's that's the oil field in in the northern coastline of uh, Alaska, uh, specifically Prudhoe Bay is where we work but uh there's a large oil field up there mm -hmm. and uh that's where i work my time uh doing various tasks but um yeah i've worked up there for about two years now and the schedule is i mean you go up and you work you're two weeks straight like it's it's 12 hour days uh the whole time you're up there so if you're on a two-week schedule like i am it's you're you're working 84 hours a week and then uh if you're working three week schedules, I mean, regardless, you're working the full time that week, there's, twelve hours, no matter what. Yep, you know, there's no days off. So but then, of course, you get off the you get off the slope, and you have two weeks off or three weeks off, depending on your your schedule, because that is like the main two. Yeah. So, I know, and I don't know if it's like different everywhere else, but I know that your guys's overtime is considered different than like it is in Idaho. So like, no, it's time and a half. No, but not like not like not the pay. I mean like um Oh, okay. So yeah, anything over 8 hours in a day is considered overtime. Yeah, back home it's like once you reach 40, it's over. Yeah. I think it might be different depending on the job, but almost every single job I've had is after 40 hours is when you get your overtime. Right, you could like work a 12-hour shift and if that's like Monday, you just get paid for 12 hours straight time. Yeah, yeah, and yours is 8 hours up here, right? Yeah, that's and that's how I remember it when I worked in Idaho as well as like their overtime laws were different, so yeah, anything over eight hours. That's why you get. That's how you get the forty hours straight time, and then forty four hours overtime. Mm -hmm. It's specifically on up on the slope, and then 
because of Alaska's state uh, law. But it's uh, yeah, it's a pretty awesome job. Uh, like I said, two years up there. And uh, the time off gives me time to uh, come down and visit you guys as much as possible. Yeah, like this last two years has been over, dude. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like, because I totally had plans too. I I wanted to come down again. Yeah, I mean, we. I'm pretty sure we planned for your birthday. Your dad and I were getting super stoked, and then fucking. Yeah, because I came down in February. Yeah, and I was gonna come again up in the summer. Yeah, for my birthday, and then COVID kind of fucked us, and then yeah, this is the first time I've seen you. Besides FaceTime in two years. Yeah, no joke. Yeah. Which, fuck COVID was a bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, uh, the one of the things I hate talking about on the show is COVID, but it's just so fucking relevant. Did you, like, did COVID fuck big, up your, your was, job at all? Dude, it was big time relevant. And, yeah, no, it, ha- it sucks having to fucking talk about that shit. But, yeah, it was, they took it extremely serious up there. As they should. I mean, it was just, like, everything up there is fucking all work. So, mm-hmm. they're expecting everybody to be on point. Yeah. So and it's regulated. Fuck. They have to. They have to worry about all that stupid shit. So, yeah. COVID was a big fucking thing up there. It really. Like I was off for three months. Like, really. I, I got sent home from October to like right at the end of October. So basically November, December, all of January, and then I came back in February. So yeah, it was in before that. I, I had to go through rounds of layoffs, and they had done three rounds of layoffs before they had ended up furloughing people that were up there. It was it was a rough winter. But. So, you got paid, though, the entire time that you were gone, right? Or yeah, un- unemployment. Just unemployment? Yeah. So, when you went back, did that like affect like getting vacation time or anything like that? Or Do you guys get vacation time? No, we don't. You that, don't? That's you just plan around your two weeks off? Yeah, that's what the, the schedule kind of encompasses the whole you get the you don't have vacation time that is put onto your pays you were checking for asbestos from the beginning and then you got moved to scaffolding and then what happened after you got back like did you go back to scaffolding after that or and if you wanted to kind of let people know what both of those are because again i'm still like very light detailed on it so yeah no i mean we don't really deal with asbestos we're like our main job is just like opening up uh insulated pipe so we're just exposing the pipe because Unlike basically every other oil field, mm-hmm. like most of your pipeline is, is buried underground down in the lower 48. Like all that shit's buried and it's not insulated or anything. It's There's not a need for it. But up there it's fucking cold as all hell. So all that, all that shit has to be insulated. So it's got an insulator on the outside and then that insulator is wrapped in a metal jacketing. So to expose the, the pipe itself, the pipe that is moving the whatever's in it it's between three things there's either gas water or oil in various there's tons of pipes up there but uh yeah various different things in them but you just take that the metal jacketing insulation off Mm -hmm. and then you just find corrosion on it and just buff it basically is what i mean in layman's term that's what we do and then of course we follow up an inspection crew once they've deemed the pipe worthy of a re-insulate so you re-insulate it and it's back to to like normal operating okay so do they shut that shit down while you're cutting it open and whatnot or is that still fucking going yeah it they usually don't have to reduce pressures like if we have to lift the line at all or uh it depends on how bad the corrosion is Mm -hmm. like if the corrosion is really bad they'll reduce pressure on the line but normally we're just we're just operating on it while they're while it's like no no effect to uh, the pipeline flow okay and then i briefly got moved over to the scaffold crew it was for just a few hitches and then uh bp got bought out by hillcorp mm-hmm. and then hillcorp became the new uh client for the field and they i mean they, they were the operator of it so a lot of things changed in that time to the point where scaffold crew became relegated between all of the other crews. They put people that were scaffold competent on to crews that, uh, that needed it. So like I said, I was briefly on scaffold crew and then we went back to like basically what I was doing before. Okay. Um, but they tried to make it. So we were able to build our own scaffolds if we needed them. That's, I mean, that's pretty dope. Yeah, it was, it's been an interesting two years. So yeah, that, that so I guess something that I, I mean, I kind of know, but maybe we could just let everybody else know. Like, do you plan on just doing this for quite some time, or is this just kind of like a stepping stone for a little bit? I think it's a stepping stone 
for still a job up on the slope, but but definitely a different role. What but, would you like to do up there? Or is there a job that like sticks out that you're like, I can I can do this. I just need to put my time in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ultimately it would be nice to work for Hillcorp because currently I just work for a contractor for Hillcorp. Oh. So if I could get on through Hillcorp, mm-hmm. that, I mean, ultimately that'd be the goal. And that would actually, that would be a, an operator's job. So, I mean, they're the ones that are, uh, operating the drill sites. But that would be that would uh, that would be a pretty sweet job eventually. I mean, it's definitely going to take time, and uh, that role is filled pretty quickly by a lot of worthy candidates. I mean, okay. a lot of people want that job, so it's competitive. Yeah, I mean, you did you got a phone call earlier when pretty much right when we got to your house. What was that all about? Yeah, well, I mean, I got I got moved up from my current position into a lead role. Fuck um, yes, dude. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty stoked about it. Um, yeah, excited to go back up. Uh, I mean, I've worked with, all I've worked with the people that are on my crew. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm grateful in the fact that they're going to be knowing what they're doing. So it's, it's going to be an easy transition because I've kind of been taking on that role recently. Okay. Just kind of preparing myself because I've been aware of the opportunity. So we were, I was just taking my time with it and yeah, it ended up turning out, uh, for the best. So yeah, I got the, got the lead position. Uh, this next time I go back, I'll be taking on that new role. I was excited about it. Fuck yeah, dude. That's so sick. Yeah, dude. I'm so stoked. Fuck yeah. Okay. Um, well, I mean, we, we talked about your job a little bit and kind of what you do. Uh, what do you do when you're not at work or like what you have? I know what I know about you, dog. This is more or less for the people listening who want to get to know Ricky Sheets. Fuck, I'm a big time gamer, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Probably one of my my favorite hobbies is is playing Magic: The Gathering. It's uh, a fucking dope game, dude. I really wish. Shout out to my boys, you know, Justin, Jordan, Carlos. Uh, I wish they would get into it because I feel like like when we when we've had our game nights and we played Super Smash Bros. or we're doing whatever we do, dude. We yeah. talk so much shit, but when I see you guys like playing Magic and you guys are scheming together, I'm like, yo, these are the guys that can scheme and these are my these are my boys i was telling you about that we i initially started hanging out with them more because we were playing Dungeons and dragons and then Dungeons and dragons just kind of fell off which i wish we would get back into too right i feel like they would pick magic up so fast and then they're the kind of guys not carlos but mainly probably justin he would make me hate magic hella because i feel like he would just target me there's yeah and i mean honestly if you put any effort into getting into it it i don't know it's super fun and and then there's very distinct play styles, and that's like a very known play style is someone who just goes after someone else. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, it. We definitely bring a different. Our our typical play style is not, you know, typical for most people who are playing Magic. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, it seems like it's more all business, but we have a lot of politics that go into our games. Yeah, I mean, just watching just watching you guys earlier tonight, dude. It felt like you guys were scheming scheming hard (laughs) yeah 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 but i i do play that quite often uh when i'm home other than that i don't really do much i'm like pretty worn out i just kind of kick it at the house Mm -hmm. hop on discord talk with the boys it's pretty it's usually uh some a pretty relaxed time um especially over the winter months up here i mean oh yeah i'm sure that's fucking rough up here we're gonna go golfing this week right yeah no definitely okay go spank whitey dude um all about it is it just the one golf course up here or like no how how many times have you played it i guess i've played the one that we will be golfing i've played one time before oh yeah in it and i was in high school oh okay (laughs) and that's how long uh, yeah long ago it was but uh yeah there's there's another there's another golf course in town. I mean, I don't. I haven't golfed enough up here to really know. I never had clubs up here. Was say, the only time I'd huh? the only time I'd go in golf was when I was in Idaho, and I'd go golf Muni. God, I really, I really fucking hope you come down this summer. I hope you can find the time to come down. It's gonna happen. I'll be done there shortly. Okay. Fuck yeah, dude. So, man, I don't really want to debate with you right now, but Ricky, why don't you tell everybody how we met, and then I'll tell you the the real story. Well, okay, so. Or how I we think we need friends. to clarify what the question is first. So, so I think we're both wrong when it comes to how we met because I feel like we might have met on occasion, separate times. But I know, I know when I first saw you, dude. When was the first time you saw me? 
I don't know what house it was at. It was right down the street from 13th. Uh, but it was a party. And I the only reason I remember you and then later seeing it was you had that hat on that had all those fucking bottle caps around the room. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look at this chode. <laughs> that was my party hat. I could tell. You had a backpack on. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> but that was the first time I like... I saw you, but I, I even at that time I don't even really think I know who, knew who you were because mm-hmm. I didn't even know Zach. Really, I think I only knew Bo at the time. Yeah, dude. Let's be honest. I used to be a chode, so it's the it's not like I'm not surprised that that's what you thought of me. Yeah, no, uh, of course. But okay, so how about do you want to do like when we became friends? Yeah, that's that's what Is I that, was that's what I was talking about. Okay, because I still feel like we kind of spent some time together before. You would consider us being friends because I mean, of Zach. We, I mean, we were all kind of like hanging around together and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Was like, so the moment that you thought I was, like, oh. I was a friend. It was basically the first time that we hung out outside of the friend group. Okay. We were chilling. I was chilling on 13th Street. I yep. remember this day vividly because yep. I was, I was, we were outside probably playing catch out in the, out in the street. Mm-hmm. And you pulled up with your longboard and mm-hmm. you were like, oh man, I, I just got this new longboard. And I was like, and and then you were you wanted to ride it or something, mm-hmm. and I it turned into us being like, okay, let's go fucking ride this longboard. And at first we were like, let's go to that that massive hill right before that Black Bear Bar, that massively steep hill. Oh yeah, you're coming down around the corner like you're going towards uh, what what's out past uh, Hagerman. Hagerman, yeah. yeah, yeah, like going towards Hagerman. And there's that massive hill right there, and we're like, yeah, fuck, that's that's the hill we go to. <laughs> I never longboarded really before. You would probably, I'm, I mean, assuming just like skating around like campus or something, but you were just like, oh yeah, let's go, let's go fucking hit the longboard. Yeah. We were like, yeah, this is what we decided on. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure it was either you or me, but I remember we got on the, we got up on the top of that hill, went down the first five feet of it and we're like, okay, we need to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so this was the wrong move for us. So if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure that's when you were, that was you. You're the one who's just like, yeah, this doesn't sound like a good idea. Like, cause uh, we, we, yeah. we picked up speed so fast. I remember yeah. jumping off and like, yeah. <laughs> like, I can't say I don't want to do this because it's like, we're going to seriously fucking hurt ourselves <laughs> if we actually do this. So <laughs> I'm not looking to just go straight up pro status on it yeah but then so then we ended up going down towards the hill that goes down towards your aunt's house like down in melon valley Mm -hmm. yeah and we just like mobbed that road for just a little bit but that was that was the first time that you were like came over and i just like picked me up and we like just went and kicked it for a little bit and i know you like to think that it's totally fucking different for some crazy reason no i'm still dude i'm i'm on it like honestly i feel like I'm right on this, and like it is different. So hold on, I ha- the proof is in the pudding, dude. I have to find it, dude. I so told- first off, I would consider us being like friends the night we went to the strip club the day before Tyson's gradu- high school graduation. Yeah, because we broke out in Boise pretty hard. I thought I was like, who is this? I was still like convinced that you were like pretty chody, dude. Yeah, I could see. It. <laughs> I'm but, kidding. But no, I'm but kidding. so check this out. This is the day we went longboarding right here, April third. Because I remember posting this on April 3rd, right? Okay. We went kayaking the day before, or not even the day before. We went kayaking on March 29th because I posted this on March 29th. I don't remember that. That that, that couldn't have been it. That's, you, you had to have been late with the, the postings. No, no. Because we went kayaking and then I want to say a day or two before or after kayaking. Do, no, you, have, do you have the actual pictures? Yeah, they're, they're, the, they're the same pictures. And oh, and they have the timestamps yeah, on them. Yeah, yeah. I don't think those are right. No, they're they're definitely right because no, yeah, that's got to. That's why I, I know they have the timestamps. I know that's when it was because I know you took the picture. But I want to say it was even a, a couple days before that because we went cave exploring. Because I want to say it was Gage and I. We found that cave, but we didn't have flashlights or anything. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, like I'm gonna come back to this. And then I went to the house on 11th on 11th street. And I was like, yo, I found a sick ass cave. Does anybody want to go with me? And you're like, yes. And we fucking loaded up two backpacks full of shit. And we ventured on into that cave as far as we could go. Down like way past TJ Maxx and shit. Yeah. 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 
No, that was all after the longboarding. No, it was definitely. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You must have. You must have posted that longboarding picture late. No, I posted. I think, day is that, what, what is that on? Instagram. You didn't even have Instagram back then. Yeah, I did. No. I had. Yeah, I did. Wrong. No, I've had Instagram. I can tell you from. That's weird that you were able to post stuff from like way far back. And I've had Instagram change, since I've had Instagram it. since August 9th of 2012. Yeah, no, that was all before that. Because you yeah. must have created Instagram and then started posting stuff. Because that was like right when I that was right when I moved down there. Yeah. Well, we weren't like two we years were, after it. Yeah. Well, we weren't really friends then. Because like. Yeah, we After went longboarding, you got fucking Instagram, No, nope. kayaking, No, you decided to post <laughs> kayaking day, and then whatever amount of time later, you were like, oh, fuck, we went longboarding. No. <laughs> Dude. Uh, yeah, I know. Like, when you're a developing young man, your your memories kind of get mixed up. No, like, you're... I was fully developed at that time. You I, you were just fresh out of high school, kiddo. No. <laughs> no. So... Pretty much moral of the story is when Ricky and I finally bro down, if, if Ricky considers longboarding us becoming friends, we did multiple activities together before then. And he, he just didn't consider me a friend, I guess. But <laughs> God, it sounds so good like that. But we've been we've been friends now, dude, for damn near seven years. Yeah, let me clarify things right now. Daniel, you're my best friend down in Idaho. Yeah, you're my best friend anywhere that's not in Idaho, I guess. Like, I honestly, mean, I've... I've like thought, even though I'm nowhere near getting married, but I I like have thought about my lineup for my wedding multiple times for multiple different reasons. But like, obviously, Gage, best man. Yeah, that's, that's and it's way. tough. That's really tough because like, like he is my best friend. He's been my best friend for so long now. But like, when it comes to like people behind Gage, you're you're easily number two. Fuck, I'll be in that position all day. Yeah, and it's like that it, top two, dude. That's easy, easy picks. Everybody else, dude, hard. More or less, I need to make sure Angel's at the end of the lineup, though. And I have guys that are willing to not let him slap me. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I'll be slapping you on your wedding day. I think you've already confirmed that, too. I, you were, you've, been, you've been scared. No. I, and you've been realizing what's, yeah. what's happening. <laughs> what the man test you made was. Yeah, so I think I've talked about this on the show, more or less. And you can't because we're obviously doing this. But I, I've, I've gone on record multiple times to say that I will have a zip line at my wedding. And... I still feel like it's doable. I just have to meet somebody and, you know, fall in love and propose and do all that shit with somebody that's really, really fucking cool and who would be dope with me having a, a zip line. Not only, then if it, I zip not only line, a zip line, but a zip line to the altar. altar. Yeah. <laughs> where yeah. you're going to be, uh, you know, doing whatever that process is. Yeah. And see, I honestly, I think it's, I think it's a very strong possibility still. I'm just going to have to be like willing to, step in and maybe be a stepdad or or just find somebody who's going through a really really bad divorce and be like you want to give this another shot (laughs) (laughs) that's who i'm looking for (laughs) no i I don't know dude people seem like they want their wedding to stand out why not have the groom zip line down dude so he can slap two not maybe three of his best friends oh that that many people now yeah uh, no well you were number two yeah no maybe it's just two Fuck, I've always lived in second place, it looks like. No, yeah. Well, Adam, <laughs> second best man. Adam <laughs> second slab. Adam McLean got me when I was still fresh into the game. I see, of I, didn't know, I didn't know that guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he got me fresh, very fresh into the, the Manchester game. So then, like, after I introduced it to you, I think that was my first mistake. And then bringing it up again was my second. But, like, if I if I can make it doable, dude, I'm going to do it. And honestly, yeah, I probably won't even slap you just because I you get to witness it happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting take on it all. Because, yeah. like, I was thinking just the momentum that you will have gathered from ziplining. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, then, no, that would totally make it so you could slap me. But, I mean, when you came in. That's when you do the slaps and you just fucking lay us out. Dude, how, <laughs> if, if it, okay, let me ask you this: If it was possible, say, say, like, I hey, meet, get, get near the zipline, boyos. Yeah. So say I meet somebody, we fall in love. It's a beautiful relationship. We we get married. Say the day of, I'm like, hey, I just need you three to line up right here, or you two to line up. Yeah. Would you let me slap you in the face while I zipline? Of course, dude. You would. You really would. I mean, that's that's the Manchester. I, I told you you wouldn't do it. And if you had the zipline there, dude, I mean. Fuck. It's time to eat crow, bud. 
I would almost want to save up it, though, to dude. It. I feel like I would honestly almost want to save it, but I don't know what for. Oh, you would want to save it? Wow. Yeah, see, well, I wouldn't. That's here's a straight my up thing. cop out. Because I would, here's, I would, here's like, my if thing. you don't zip line in, mm-hmm. I want to do it right before you say I do. <laughs> oh, so you and Angel will just slap the shit at me because that's when he wants to do it. <laughs> of course he does. I think we've talked about it before. So here's my thing. I just don't want there to be violence because, like, if she's going to be, if she's going to be cool. No, that's enough, a total joke. If she's gonna be cool enough to let me zip line into my wedding, I I feel like it's gotta be you owe her. The, yeah, the, yeah, you're I not owe her that. Slap people. Yeah, and that's why I've told Angel multiple times if I'm able to pull this off because Angel's man chest is on a completely different thing. He just wants to slap me on my wedding day. Yeah, and I'm not gonna let that fly. That's fair. But I'll save it. Yeah, but um, and that's what I'm saying. Like if 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 it happens, twelve oh one. Yeah, if it happens and I zip line down, I'll give you one minute. You'll give me one minute. I don't want to slap you in front of all our friends and family. Plus, you got to think about it like this. I'll make sure you're. I sleeping. feel like I feel like I would be the first person to go out. Like I'd obviously go out on the zipline, and then everybody else would do their whole walking thing. You know sure. how the wedding works. Yeah. So you wouldn't be able to be out there to get slapped in the face if I wanted to slap you while I zipline. This is true. I mean, obviously, you've thought of the logistics of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I've put this all into like, you know, premeditated murder, basically. Yeah, but again, like if she's giving me this, I want to make sure she has you know a great rest of her wedding because it's going to be hard to fucking top me zip lining in there dude yeah she's yeah. gonna have to call in the chopper yeah <laughs> fucking zip line down yeah oh, straight man. into it how fucking sick would that be dude dude i would be so proud of you such such an expensive wedding <laughs> just so i don't get slapped in the face three times <laughs> yeah. no just do it in your like backyard so you all the expenses are just to the zip line itself and then the chopper of course and then it's just like the venue is just shit. <laughs> you're, oh, just, so you're saying my future house is just going to be fucking shit, huh? No, I'm saying <laughs> the venue itself is shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, whatever, dude. What I pictured was a like a really shitty like park or something, I guess. Yeah. But I guess I didn't segue it enough into the fact that you made it sound like, <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be in a trailer park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, dude. You'll have like... A three and a half bedroom house. Oh, uh, that that's that's the dream, dude. Honestly, like with a decent base, dude. Who has a half bedroom? Um, well, they, they don't sell them like that. Well, see, here's if my, you had it though. See, here's my thing too, though. The odds of me having kids are very slim, so it would have to be something where I step in and I'm like, "Hey, stepdaddy's home," or, <laughs> or, I just don't ever have kids. Maybe adopt one, but like, that's that's still that's still all up in the air, dude. Like, honestly. Like when I when somebody's like, oh, what do you see like as your like your dream house? I'm gonna be honest with you. Something like what you kind of have on going on right here, okay. but like without those people that are right next door to you. So yeah, like zero lot lines. Yeah. Nice. So like master bedroom, kind of like fucking right here, bloom right, and then you got your two bedrooms downstairs, you got your two baths, and then your garage. The only other thing that I would kind of like to have mm-hmm. is a basement, and kind of make that into like a man cave kind of thing. Yeah. No, or, or on, like, if I did only have one kid, then, like, there's the second one that I can make into an office or whatever. But, like, I would still like a man cave. Yeah. Which I would also be cool with making it, like, an office of space if I had to. Just, like, you know, maybe the desk flips over. Pool. <laughs> yeah. A, a desk that turns into a pool table or yeah. a pool? No, a pool Water. table. Oh, a pool would be sick, dude. <laughs> just a button. It's just desk like, pool? That'd be sick. Filled with water. So I don't know if you actually listen to the show, Ricky. I don't think I've ever asked you. But Mike... I listened to like the first two. Okay. I don't think I've heard any with Mike. Yeah. So Mike, um, I, I want to say he was selling a hot tub or he, he ended up selling a hot tub to somebody. Yeah, we've and got his, uh, his deal right here. Yeah, Mike, you're Mike, you're still here, buddy, even though you're not. But, he uh, hearts cold beers and hot tubs. Yeah, you want to give out that number? Just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> Should I give it out then? <laughs> hey, Mike, you're going to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Just get a bunch of phone calls out of nowhere. <laughs> but yeah, dude, dude's t- dude's kitchen table, fucking had like uh, what would they be called? Not like levers, but like more or less screw adjustments that you unscrew them and you could fucking flip the table and it was a pool table. This guy right here? No, a guy that he sold a hot tub to. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was fucking sick, dude. He sent me Snapchats. I was like, yo, that is probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, that sounds nice. I wonder, it was. The whole table was the size of a pool table, right? Yes. And it just yes. flipped over and boom, pool yep. table. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dang. That must be nice. And it was obviously nice quality and shit. It wasn't just oh, like... Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
It was out, dude. It was in Sun Valley, so like it was fucking. It was primo. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know how those. <laughs> oh, you're live. talking Sun Valley. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I know that place a little bit. So I I was never let in, but I think one of the problems we're gonna have, Ricky, with our one of the only problems we'll ever have with our friendship is trying to decide the day that we broke down. Yeah. For yeah. the first time. I don't but, think it's a problem. I think it it just builds strength. Yeah, I, honestly. Uh, but I'm gonna take a piss really quick because we've been drinking all day now. Um, but do you want to kind of get into how you how you look at our friendship and whatnot, and then I'll come in and fucking just add on to that? Because yeah, I, I'm gonna just let this roll while you talk. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. Cool. Go take a piss. Okay. Cool. Do your thing. Maybe yeah. just tell everybody about our friendship over the years and whatnot. Yeah. Good old Daniel uh, Havens and I. Fuck. We started out uh, obviously after when I said. I don't know what Dan- Daniel. I don't know what Daniel was ever talking about. But after that, I really started hanging out with him and his cousin quite often, and uh, it was it was I guess during the end of uh, when I lived down in Idaho, and Daniel and I were both going to school at CSI during the time, and he was uh, he was kind of on a sim- similar grind as me, so uh, I was like, "Fuck it, I'll hang out with this dude." And we ended up just, like, doing homework and fucking watching Pokemon all the time. Uh, just chilling in, in southern Idaho. Kind of kept me uh, kind of kept me uh, out of trouble, too. I mean, because we were focused on other things at the time. And, you know, who you are is who you're around. And it, just, I, I, it really helped me hanging out with you. It honestly did. Because I felt <clears throat> like uh, if I would have been hanging out with other people, I would have been getting into tr- too much trouble. Well, honestly, dude, like, so, I mean, I could hear all of that while I was taking a piss. So that was nice. Cause I know what I'm kind of, you know, walking into. Um, but no, it was, it was kind of dope too, for me at least, because when we started really hanging out, it, like you said, it was like, we were both going to school. We were both kind of grinding and it was nice because we literally had classes around the same time. Yeah. Like, I think I had one class at the college when you weren't even there. And that was it. Most of the time we were at school together. So like, we would either leave together or we would show up together. So we both knew we were going to school on time. And like you were making sure that I got my homework done on top of me, making sure that you got your homework done. And the whole time we would literally just do our homework and sit down and watch Pokemon, which was dope, dude. I'm pretty sure that whatever website we were watching Pokemon on fucked my laptop up, but I didn't even care because like that was like our routine. And we were watching all those Woody Harrelson movies. Oh yeah. They were all so good, dude. <laughs> Do you remember that time that we just took a drive, dude, in the middle of nowhere? And we fucking <laughs> were just rapping uh, dating game by CP. <laughs> yeah. That's a good song. That literally became our song, dude. I swear. Dude, it's, I mean, it's still in on my playlist on Pandora. Yeah, I it's on. It. It, that's probably, like, that's honestly one of the only reasons I listen to that song right now. And then when I listen to it, I'm like, oh, fucking Ricky needs to be here to kill his verse, but it's fine. I'll kill it for him. ICP, dude. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, those guys are wild. Yeah, so then I think another, like, another thing, too, like, about our friendship, besides, like, us keeping it, keeping each other out of trouble. Keeping it 100. Yeah, like, that, we were always, like, Ricky's probably one of the only people who's, like, been able to, like, be there for me in, like, a time where I'm, like, yo, I just need somebody to tell me I'm being a fucking idiot. And then he won't tell me that unless he absolutely feels like I'm being an idiot. Like, he's a very well-rounded individual. He's very grounded He's worked hard for the things that he has and like, true. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's just one of those friends who like not only like motivated me to like be better than what I was, but he was also like the kind of friend who like, even if it wasn't fun, he made everything that we did fun. And I appreciate that, buddy. honestly, dude, still to this day, probably one of my sad, like one of the saddest things that ever happened to me in my life is when you told us that you're moving back home. And then yeah. I was like, well, shit, I'm literally losing probably one of my best friends. Cause at the time, I wasn't even really spending a whole lot of time with Gage because it was school, work, homework, yeah, he was hanging busy. out with Tia. Yeah, he, Gage was Gage, and Gage. He's another one of my, you know, one of my friends. Where it's just like he put me on a level of like me wanting to be better than I had ever like seen myself being at. Yeah, and like just striving because I'm watching my best friend like taking all these huge steps, and I mean, still to this day, he's still taking, you know gigantic steps towards his future and i'm like yo like i just kind of i'm trying to get there dude i want to be on that same level you know as you so that way like you're not leaving me behind kind of thing i think that's what a good best friend is for yeah is, is like 
it's obviously a like soul that you found. It's your yeah. best bro. And uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you guys really challenge each other. And I, yeah, like I can see that you engage. You guys, just meeting you within the friend group, I'm not trying to knock anybody in it, but I mean, you guys just had your shit together a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was refreshing. So I think that's why we were able to get along so well. And it was just nice. Yeah. I mean, once we started hanging out more, I was like, yeah, this guy's a pretty cool cat. And then, <clears throat> and it moving, happened. Moving back to Alaska, you're you're one of the few people that I stayed in contact with. Yeah, like, and the whole time. And honestly, dude, like that was something that was something that I was like so worried about because like when we moved from Vegas to Idaho, yeah, like I didn't like you got to experience the other Sheets boys too. Yeah, <laughs> but it was more or less like um, like all my friends back home, like I lost touch with all of them, and like the only person I I still you were still in, pretty young, like in Vegas though, right? I yeah, mean, you yeah, were young though. Yeah, but like the only one that like I still keep in contact with is was my best friend in Las Vegas and his name was Brett. And like, I still like know, you know what he's doing for the most part, mainly because of Facebook. Cause we don't really reach out as often, Yeah. but like still cool cat, dude, love him to death. Like, uh, but that was something I was like extremely worried about was like, yo, I'm about to fucking lose one of my best friends and I'm never going to talk to him again. And then I feel like we both have just done a really good job at like, you know, staying in contact. Oh yeah, for sure. And then like, yeah, good old Brett, dude. He's a good guy. Yeah, he really is. Oh yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, with you, dude, it was, it was, I'll be honest. It was like, that was, that was tough. Cause like you left dude. And like, I feel like the friend group didn't really, really fall apart, but I felt like it was just definitely different without having you around. It was a, it was a rough time. I mean, I was having a hard time finding work. I was like bouncing around a bunch. Yeah. It was, it was just rough, dude. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I moved back home, but I mean, it, it was probably the better thing for me at the time. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, even just, like, looking back at it then, you know, I felt like most people wouldn't really have understood it or understand it. But, like, for me, my like, you know, myself, like, I didn't want it to happen, but, like, I knew it was something that, like, you needed. Like, you yeah. don't get me wrong. Like, my family sees you as family no matter what. And, like, you could have obviously, like, done whatever you wanted and been supported. But the, I, I totally get, like, the feeling of, like, needing to be by your family just because, like, yeah. that's what you need. Like, yeah. I get that 100%. Yep. Yeah, like uh, <clears throat> definitely like being around the fam. I mean, regard. I mean, my dad lives in Idaho, but uh, I mean, one of the driving factors in getting the job that I have now is it's given me the opportunity to go see him more often too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel like that's that's true too. I feel like since you've gotten this job, like you've been down there way more too. Yeah, and that's and what like, my plan is. Is yeah, any chance I get, just head down there. Yeah, because before before you got this job, fuck it, it'd been a while. Yeah, I'd, I'd only come down like. Once every two years, really. Yeah, I came up here. I mean, I lived up here for two months. So we got that we got that two months together, like right after my whole cancer deal. But then didn't really see you for two years. And the when you did come down, we fucking partied hard for New Year's. Yes, yeah. that's, that's where I got that video that I post of you every single year on your birthday, where you're just fucking tearing up the dance floor. But uh, yeah, I mean, that was like the first time in two years, dude. Speaking of that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of two years ago? No, the, the, the day that, or the time that you came down on New Year's Eve, and then we partied it up, oh, and whatever, okay. and then you went home. Years and, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, specifically, I'm thinking of the morning of you needing to be at the airport, and... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh, yeah, that was a great day. I mean, shout out to that guy. <laughs> So I'm going to tell half of this story. I'll let Ricky take over the other half. But more or less, I promised Ricky I'd get him to the airport because I was working a job where I had to be at work at 4 o'clock. Um, we went out to dinner with my ex-girlfriend. We were having a great time. We were like, hey, will you stop at the store so we can get some beer? Picked up a couple of tall boys, went back to my house, smashed them, went to sleep. And Ricky wakes me up. And it's like 3.50. And he didn't really need to be at the airport until... Five, I think, but yeah. like I was, I was already obviously running late for work and he's like, Hey dude, get up. Like, you know, we got to get out of here, but like it also snowed hella. So like, we got to figure this out. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, dude, it's fine. Whatever. And at the time I was not driving a car that was good in the snow. So we get out there and I was like, fuck it snowed. Yeah. <laughs> it half, snowed halfway good. Halfway up the door. What, what yeah. were you driving at the time? It was like, it was gauges Impala. So it was like a 2002 yeah. clean Impala. Ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just did not drive good in the snow. No. So we finally eventually get backed up. 
and we're pulling out of the parking lot. You live at the end of this fucking row of apartments, and that whole parking lot's just covered in snow. Two and a half feet of snow. Yeah, they never had plows come down this way. So, like, we're we're getting down there, and I told Ricky, I was like, I think we're good as long as we don't stop. And we get to the very end, and there's two fucking cars stopped, stuck. And we get stuck, so I'm like... Kind of like right off to the side of the road of them. We were like in the middle of the road. Yeah. And they were kind of off to the side stuck. Yeah. Like there was, there was no way we could get out of this by ourselves. Like we needed an extra person to help us push the car. And we were both running late at this point. Yeah. 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 So Ricky, take it over from there. Like I said, very late. Daniel had to be to work obviously on time. And then I was getting my flight back up. And I didn't make it on, I did not make it to work on time. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to put this out there. I was definitely an hour late. I was like running to the, the gate. Yeah. Yeah. To, to get on the plane. Yeah. Okay. Like, so it had boarded. Yes. And, and I, and I was still able to make it. So go back to where we, we were just at. We get to, we, yeah, we get stuck. And there's obviously a bunch of people out there trying to get their cars unstuck. But it just happened so that in a way that, that ours was the obvious one to get unstuck first. <laughs> to really open up the pathway for everybody else. So we're outside with these other people, of course. This is just like probably one of the shittiest things I've ever done to another person. But we're fucking shoveling this out. And we've already fully committed to helping these people shovel their cars out when we're done helping us get ours out. And we're like, okay, perfect. And then so we shovel it out and we get Daniel's car going. And <laughs> <laughs> he's obvious he's driving the car and i'm helping this dude shovel and we we get it moving and like honestly if you if you stop in that situation you're just gonna get stuck again and you're gonna have to dig yourself out and mm-hmm. then get moving again so so once he starts get moving and i know he's moving i just run and jump in the passenger seat <laughs> tell him to keep going while this dude that helped us get unstuck is just screaming He's just, fuckers! Pissed out of his mind at us. <laughs> We're just, we just take off. Oh, yeah, that poor guy. I mean, I don't think so much was riding on it. Regardless, I could have, I could have probably said, uh, you know, I could have gotten a, a different flight time, and then, of course, <laughs> you had a perfect excuse as to why you were late that day, considering the weather conditions. It was. That was probably the craziest winter I've seen down in Idaho in a long time. And honestly, that... The whole week, we were stuck. It yeah, was just like, that hey, was, let's go get a car fucking stuck. Yeah, that was the start of the shittiest winter I've ever experienced in Idaho. Yeah. Like, all, all, like I don't know about, like, up north, but, like, in southern Idaho and in the Boise area, that was that was the shittiest... It dumped. Weather. Yeah, dude. Like, we were getting stuck in our, our work trucks and, like, our work vans, dude. Like, there was, um... I believe it. That, uh... That week after you had left, like that Sunday, dude, I was with like a brand new driver, brand new route or whatever. And like, he was kind of showing me around. So he's like, oh yeah, make sure you come to like this last bar so we know what's going on, blah, 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 right? Yeah. He got fucking stuck in his truck and we're sitting there trying to get him out. Like we're throwing dirt, sand, you know, trying to scrape, scrape at fucking something so he can get out and he's not moving. And I was just like, looked at my, looked at my imaginary watch and I was like, all right, <laughs> I was like, it's time for me to get out of here. He's fully aware that you're looking at an imaginary watch. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I was like, it's uh, it's about that time for me to get out of here because I mean, I, my, my van's moving perfectly fine. And he's like, oh, it's fine. He's like, I'll just chill. And I was like, all right, cool. So like, uh, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just going to chill. All right. See you buddy. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that was, that was a rough winter, but no, still like I, I would go ahead and like say that's on par to probably one of my shittiest things I've ever done to another human being. Yeah. And, no, I uh, agree too. It, it, it felt bad. Yeah. And then fuck. Yeah. But I mean, it was fucking funny, dude. At the same time. <laughs> Not only was it funny, it was just amazing that we got you there with still enough time to yeah. make it onto your flight. Like, I'm glad that you didn't have to fucking figure that out because yeah. that whole time I was feeling like shit. I was like, damn dude, like we should have like, and this is where like, I mean, I say this quite often. I say I say I'm a piece of shit, even though I like I really know I'm not. But like, that's def- one of those moments where you're like, "Fuck, I am a piece of shit." Yeah, and I was like, I definitely should have woke up way earlier because we probably could have planned this out a lot better. Because I remember just fucking sitting behind that car when we were trying to back out, and just like with my foot just kicking snow, dude. So we had a path to get out of yeah. there. Yeah, that was a, that was crazy. Like yeah. I said, that like I mean that that whole vacation I was there, like in Twin Falls, and my dad had that real wheel drive pickup pickup yeah 
And he was just like, yeah, you can take it wherever you want. <laughs> <laughs> just can't even back out of the driveway. <laughs> you need anything from the store? No, I'm stuck. Dude, so I told you about that old guy that I used to work with who I think your dad would be just be absolute best friends with, right? <laughs> no. Remember when I was like, fuck, I can't really talk about it on the show. Uh, that older guy that I was working with who loves Budweiser. You don't remember this at all? <laughs> that rings a bell. Okay, sweet, perfect. It doesn't, but go on. Okay, so anyways, um, what I wanted to ask you more or less, because like I know this answer, because I'm, I'm, I'm purely thinking about church here, but like... Oh, churchy uh, boy? Yeah, I, I want to go back to your job just a little bit. Like, how like how diverse is it up there on the slope? Like, are you working with people your age, or are you working with like older guys, or and like what are you, what's your work relationship with most of them? It's been it's been a lot. I mean, it's been different. There's there's a big spectrum of people. There's guys that are just out of high school. There's guys in their mid twenties. There's guys that are like older. They're getting into their thirties and forties, and then there's not a lot of like older older cats up there. I mean, there's a few, but they're typically in, I guess, higher positions. Uh, I mean, they're just like really valuable assets. Obviously, probably really intelligent people. Mm -hmm. But uh, as far as like uh, in the workforce, like actually outworking, it's typically pretty younger dudes. I would say in the twenty to forty range is okay. like where you're at. I mean, you got a few of the in the 40 to 50 range but it's kind of far and few between on those guys uh but yeah i mean i've got to i've got to work with some uh some crazy wild cats up there it's it's a whole different experience going from what i was previously doing working at the audio visual place mm -hmm. in an office setting with people around you that you know not safe for work is a big thing like being politically correct uh you know, you got to watch what you say in that kind of workplace. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Because it's, I don't want to say regulated, but it's just, I guess, common courtesy to everybody else to to be on your best behavior. No, yeah, for sure. But then you go up to the North Slope and you're working on an oil field. <laughs> and these guys are just fucking out, off their rockers. There's, there's some characters up there. Okay. I mean, uh, my first... My first crew that I went up there with, I was working with uh, an older cat. He was probably pushing fifty. He was in his late forties. Is this this is Church? No, this is this is Mike. Uh, and he's he's just an old native cat. Mm -hmm. Super fucking cool, dude. Was something else? Just <laughs> <laughs> explain. I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could more, but. <laughs> He's he's a very interesting person. And then of course, that that was the lead of our crew. And dude fucking hated working. <laughs> Didn't work at all. Just, you know, and the, and they were expected to work. I mean, at the time not necessarily what they are to now, but I mean, they were expected to work and he made it abundantly clear that, you know, that that's just not what he was about. He was, he's like he was a pretty he was a pretty hefty dude. He's just like, yeah, I've got about 30 minutes in me a day. <laughs> Those are 12-hour shifts, bud. <laughs> Yo, he's breaking that up very specifically, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just him walking from his truck to the back of our truck, breaking a sweat. <laughs> negative 50 out. <laughs> Wind chill, negative 75. Dude walks in, he's like, hand me a paper towel because I'm soaked. <laughs> Yo, but Before he was a gangster, dude. He's straight up gangster. I love the guy, dude. I, if if he was to come back up, I would step down a position to go be on his crew again, just to live in those glory days. It was beautiful. So before we go back on to like people that you work with, like what is like? Actually, no. Let's continue. I'll ask this afterwards. I'll ask this. I'll ask this afterwards. Yeah. So, well, that that was the lead of our crew, and then mm -hmm. uh, the. There was another guy that was kind of like my mentor slash in the same role as me, mm -hmm. but uh, he was he was just about to turn forty, and he's like this man. He's a he's a he's an interesting one to s explain. I mean, if you were to see him, he's this little gremlin looking dude with just piercings all over his face. We called him like Tacklebox quite often just because <laughs> of how much shit he had in his face. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, his name was Church. And the fuck, he was a legend. <laughs> Yo, I, 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 I remember Church. So yeah. one thing Ricky's really good at is um, definitely calling me frequently. But it's only when he's on the slope. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> he comes home and I, I can't get this kid to answer his phone for shit. I mean, today when I landed, I was like, called him three times before he finally answered his phone. He's like, yeah, I'm on my way. <laughs> but, but if I was on the slope, I would... First ring. Yeah. Picked up. Most of the time, I didn't even call him. He would just call me and be like, oh, yeah, I just got here today. I'm like, fuck, yeah, dude. Like, it's good to hear from you. And then he would fucking, next thing you know, be like, oh, yeah, this is church. And just flip his phone and just there's this fucking glorious looking guy, dude. <laughs> Look like he down was, a pack of smokes. <laughs> looking like he's ready to take on the day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was. Because before he even got on shift, full pack of smokes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me start this day off right. You still working with church or no? He got know. he got laid off pretty soon. Oh. He, was, he was actually one of the first uh, group of people to get like laid off, which Damn. was unfortunate. No, oh, yeah, that is fortunate. Yeah, so we lost church and then bounced around for a while. But uh, I mean, I got to to spend a lot of time with the old uh, Mike. Yeah, he was he was a crazy guy. Anybody else, dude? That off top of your head that you just enjoy working with? <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just this guy I started working with recently is, uh, he's quite the legend up there. He, uh, I mean, real big shout out to him, actually. He helped me through a lot of shit, like getting me to the point where I'm at, uh, even with just his connections and his knowledge of the field. But he is a very interesting individual himself. Why? He, uh, I don't know. He just, he's someone else. I, uh. He's a very intense person. Okay. And uh, he kind of, he's very cocky, for one. <laughs> he thinks he knows everything. <laughs> and you'll run in that to a lot with people up there. Is There's these people that just, you can't tell them anything. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of hard to work with people like that. You'll approach them to like try to give them constructive criticism or something. Uh-huh. And they take it very poorly. Or they just negate it completely. And I guess that's what this guy's been able to do just absolutely perfectly. Mm. Is if you help try to help him with anything, like, hey, uh, you should do this, he just hits you like sideways and he already <laughs> knows what he's doing. <laughs> the only thing he has to say is, Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No oh, yeah. <laughs> so you can tell him just a long drawn out thing, hey, we're gonna do this, this is what we're gonna be doing today. And you got to really watch out for this because I noticed this earlier, and I I was I'm fully aware that you didn't know this notice this, and he'd be like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! <clears throat> One of the most legendary times he came at me, because this guy knows everything. Like I said, we're at dinner one night, and and I got I got uh, chicken from uh, the 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 checkout line. Okay. I, was, I was excited for it because that's usually one of my favorite meals. Uh-huh. Load up with the chicken. And uh, typically they, they do a quite well job. I'm not going to lie. So sitting down with the table at the end of the day mm-hmm. with uh, said individual and uh, yeah, take a bite of that chicken. And fuck, it was cooked perfectly. <laughs> I looked over at uh, my boy. I was like, man, this, this chicken's good tonight. Looks me dead in the eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look over at this fucker's plate. He's got a mountain of hush puppies. <laughs> not a single piece of chicken. So not only did he not have chicken and has an idea Sorry. of what the chicken was cooked like, mm-hmm. but he was convinced that it was already good. He knew. But that's just him. He's worked up there long enough to know that that chicken was cooked perfectly that night. So, so oh, yeah, it's just... It wasn't lost just, on him. Oh, yeah, it's just his thing, huh? Yeah, and it's I think it's honestly just like a tick. Like, he can't even help it. And what's even crazier is I've even noticed him say it with some of his older older friends, mm-hmm. and they, they like, pick up on the oh, yeah, too. Like, this is a thing that he just does. Hmm. So, he's just... It's just how he is. You say something to him, he's going to respond. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He knows. He's Dude. done it a thousand times over. So this is this is why you're just constantly like, oh yeah. Yeah, I say it a lot. It's yeah. just it honestly, and you know what they say is like, uh, I guess I I, I forget the uh, the term, but uh, you know, 
imitation is like the sincerest form of flattery. Yeah. So like when you're imitating someone else, I mean, it, it shows you respect him. And yeah. I do respect the guy. Yeah. But he has some, the dude's pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I key in on is like, man, this guy's got a craziness level that's not found between other people. Like those are people that I like to be around. All right, yeah, dude. Honestly, I mean, I feel like this is probably gonna, this is gonna rub off on me. I feel like that might become something that I do frequently now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, it just happens. I can't wait to just get back to work and somebody just be explaining what happened this whole week that I'm about to be gone, and I'm just be like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's extremely dismissive and it's kind of rude. <laughs> it doesn't feel good when someone does that to you, honestly. But that's what makes it even better. Yeah. It's because. <laughs> Someone, someone's really, someone's laying it out on the line for you. I mean, they're, they're, they're trying to give you information and especially when you catch someone in that sincere moment and you hit him with an, oh yeah, yeah, it, it hurts your feelings. <laughs> it's an instant <laughs> slap in the face because you're like, you fucking piece of shit. You didn't know this. I cannot wait for this, dude. This is going to be awesome. This is going to be a great week. Um, Honestly, I don't really have a whole lot more. We're we're gonna record a couple more times this week, dude. Yeah, so I'm definitely, not definitely. I'm not really like worried about covering a whole lot of stuff. This was just more or less an introductory yeah, episode for you. We'll just jump into other shit. Yeah, yeah. So for the record, Ricky's gonna be my host for like the next month because I plan on getting a month's worth of content out here for you guys. Yeah, that's so, gonna be sweet. Um, we can cut this short, dude. Right now, I did have one other thing I wanted to ask you. Two other things because I forget. Oh, it's been okay, a while. Okay, so we'll run it for another hour. Perfect. No, so I forget that I forget that um we've had. I haven't had you on the show and you obviously don't listen or you didn't listen past the point that I started asking this question to all my yeah, guests. Yeah, so. just call me out. Hard. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, first off, though. Um, this is a question you ask everybody? No, no. This is something I wanted to ask you earlier, but I was like, I'll, I'll come back to this. Uh, your work environment's probably pretty harsh, right? You would say. Oh. Uh, what's the... F- <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what's like the worst fucking day that you've had out outside? Like, so they won't let us to work they won't let us work past a certain point. Okay. It's like a cold weather injury prevention program. Okay. Like once it gets to a certain point, especially with wind chill, and wind's pretty common up there, uh, they just shut down work. So, I mean, you're you're basically doing training all day or uh, just doing like cleanup stuff around shops and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I've been up there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But I've I've worked out in like negative fifty. That's that's pretty much the cutoff for when you can work oh, wow. outside. So like with just like an ambient temperature like around negative fifty. And then I've worked in like pretty low temperatures, like negative thirty to forty with like a windshield that gets up to the fifties, but that's that's when they cut you off from work. So that's like the maximum. And then even in that weather, they're they're like, I mean, you don't, you can't work that long outside, regardless of what you got on. I mean, you're just gonna get fucking cold. Real yeah, quick. yeah. So, like, man, that's it's kind of hard to like ask this, but like, so on average, like, have there been times where it's like multiple days you're just not doing shit besides like training and stuff because the weather's so bad? Because like, I know the winters here get bad, so I can't imagine even farther up north. So there's, I mean. Not necessarily not doing shit. There's a lot of stuff that we can be doing when we're not able to be, like, stripping pipe, like our normal task. Mm-hmm. There's quite often, there's more, way more work that needs to be done, like, administratively and then clean up and all this random shit that we can move towards when we get the time. Like, I mean, obviously, our main focus is production in the sense that we're doing the work that we're required to do. Mm-hmm. But on days that the weather or other factors come into play where we're not able to work then yeah we have to we have to do other stuff but it's pretty rare for us to not just like or pretty rare for us to not have anything to do there's always like work that we can be doing i so i meant i meant more or less like have there have there been like has there been like a significant amount of time that you've lost because the weather was so bad where you guys couldn't go outside and do stuff that you really needed to do outside yeah there's been there's been like hitches not full hitches but like a good solid week where mm-hmm. yeah it's like we cannot even work on the line it's way too cold out and i think in winter that's a big thing uh a lot of people got furloughed like i said i was one of the ones that got furloughed through three months and that was november december january yeah and like those are the cold months and like typically 
a lot of those days you're not going to be able to work outside so you i mean there's not going to be a lot of work going on Mm -hmm. so of the work that needs to be done when we're not able to work they're doing that stuff and it'll keep them busy for like i mean you can stay busy but i mean in the winter there's significant time loss okay as far as from a production standpoint but you still you still enjoy it though i mean yeah you're cool with being cold yeah no it's fine well yeah no i i'm actually usually not cold i mean we have we have gear that keeps us warm all right okay cool so like before i ask you this next question because i do plan on having tommy on the show at some point this week uh tommy i need you to get out of the room maybe go outside to the patio or something you i just don't want you to hear this question at all I appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, you got to come at it sideways. Yeah, Close your ears. Yeah, I just, I, I really want this question to hit you sideways. <laughs> yeah, that works. <clears throat> Let's give him a reasonable amount of time before he's gone. Um, all right, Ricky. Uh oh. This is the end of the show. Perfect. Just want to ask this question. I, I, I'm really, I'm actually really glad that you don't know what this question is because I like, really don't. I really. Don't. Yeah, no. This is. I my, know Shane does. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Shane listens frequently. Yeah. Um, but. Man, that's gonna be. A, I feel like that's gonna be a fucking solid episode too. If we can get that, Dude, that going. Um, solid. Yeah. So, yeah, he's gone. Okay, cool. So, Ricky, ask my guest this when it's their first time on every okay. every single time. Um, it's gotten it. It started as a like a question that we got asked on a jackpot trip, and it just it's been going ever since then. Okay. Um, would you rather suck one dick ten times or ten dicks one time, and why? I, I, it's unfortunate because I've actually seen a video. Recently. Yeah, I, you know what's crazy is I saw this video where they asked this question. And I was like, "Fuck, dude!" The guy hits it original out of the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I'm gonna agree with him mm-hmm. in that I will suck ten different dicks mm-hmm. one time because <laughs> sucking <laughs> one dick ten times that's fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a level of commitment there. Yep. Dude, so I, I hope after this, even maybe even before this comes out, maybe, well, shit. <laughs> maybe your next hitch, dude, just go through and listen to all the episodes so you can hear some of these answers. But, yeah. like, I'm on the ticket. Is I'm that the, the general consensus? No. Or is there people that have been like, I'm just going to fucking blow oh, no, there, some dude, dude ten times? Honestly, between, like, the amount of guests that I've had, like, it's, I think you break the evenness. Oh, okay. So I think you're on, you're on my side. I'm on 10 dick side. And to get into it with you, so that way you can kind of understand where I'm coming from. When this question originally got asked, um, we were in a car coming back from Jackpot. Buddy asked a question, and I had already known this question because we had argued about it at work once. Right. And that's that's the right place to argue about those things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fuck, I'd be sucking 10 dicks. Yeah. And, <laughs> Hold uh, on one second. We'll help you in just a second, ma'am. <laughs> but uh, no, more or less, uh, everybody in the car was on the one dick side. Really? Yeah, so I was in the car solo with this answer and just getting roasted the whole what, time. What, what's the main argument for the one dick side? Because sucking 10 dicks is gay. Oh, okay, so they see it that way. Yeah, but I mean... But they I'm don't see the, the level of commitment. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, you're, <laughs> dude, to, to one suck dude. the same dick 10 times... That that is a commitment. They're gonna they're gonna be like developing a bond with this guy, yeah, right? You're not just a like, bond, yo, but technique. Yeah, because they're gonna be up. like, okay, so the first time, fuck, it, it took that dude like a while to yeah. suck it. By the tenth time, you're gonna polishing that dude off in a minute. Yeah, and then, dude, this dude, this is literally the scenario that ran in my head when I did it. I'm gonna be like, all right, dude, I'll see you on Tuesday. <laughs> but and then dab him up, and I'm like, yo, I just fucking told this dude, I'm gonna see him next Tuesday. To suck his dick again. But at the same time... That's so much commitment, dude. Yeah, too true. But I guess at the same time, the whole fact that, you know, by the 10th time of sucking one dude's dick, Mm -hmm. you're going, like I said, you're going to develop a technique to the point where you're going to be able to finish him off. Yeah. With some some whatever, you know. Yeah. Twisting the nips, whatever this dude's into. Yeah. But with, uh, unfortunately, with 10 different dudes, you're not going to be able to develop the technique. Yeah. So you're going to be sucking dick for an extent a lot longer than you will be sucking the one dudes for so i think there's a lot more dick sucking going on with the the 10 dudes but uh ultimately i think the commitment thing just comes down that's just fucking gay (laughs) (laughs) you know what dude and with that that's this week's episode of twisted talk thanks everybody for tuning in um fuck yeah like i said i'm really gonna try to push out some episodes while i'm up here i have uh 
this upcoming month is going to be extremely busy for me. So like some of this content might not be as relevant to the time that's going on when these are released, but you know, I'm going to just try to make you guys laugh. And some of these Alaska guys that I've met so far, or I've known for years who I'm just meeting again or seeing for the first time and damn, it's been like five, six years. Yeah. Um, I think we got some, we got some stuff that can probably make you guys laugh a little bit. And that's what I want to do. Um, if you by chance have any questions that you want answered on the air, you know where to find us at Twisted Talk 2020 on Instagram. Um, and then Ricky doesn't have Instagram or anything like that. But if you're on Facebook and you want to see what this guy's all about, probably don't find him there because he still doesn't post a whole lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's this week's episode of Twisted Talk. Ricky, you want to give us a send off before uh, I hit stop? Fuck. You're going to be happy. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> all right. And we'll see you guys next week.